You're listening to 91.3 uh, FM WTSR at the College of New Jersey. I'm Sean Delanoy, and today I'm here with Brad Oberhofer, lead singer of the band Oberhofer. Thanks a lot for coming in, Brad. Thanks for having me. Now, you guys, uh, you and your band just did a set upstairs in our uh, TV studio, played some of the songs off your new album. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> I actually have like a little experience with listening to your band other than the new album. I actually saw you guys play the Wellmont Theater uh, in Montclair about like three years ago when you Whoa. opened for Matt and Kim. Yeah, that's right. You know, so I mean, I remember I came in here like my first day and I'm like, yeah, like they asked me my favorite band. I was like, oh, like I'm into this band Oberhofer and uh, Maddie, who you met upstairs, she's like, oh, they're coming in in October. I was like, oh, <laughs> so yeah, that was that's moment. awesome, man. It was pretty cool. I remember I met you guys, got Time Capsules 2 on yeah. CD. That was like five bucks. Yeah. Like, you can't buy a CD for five dollars anymore. Yeah, we sold it for super cheap. Definitely worth every five dollars. <laughs> Dude, thanks. Uh, so I'm gonna go in a couple questions about you. You're from Tacoma. Yeah. You came out to New York for school. Yeah. And I mean, you I mean Tacoma? That's not far from Seattle. Definitely a city with one of the best music scenes, I'd say, in the country. You have Sub Pop Records out there with The Shins, Modest Mouth, Death Cab, Fleet Foxes. And how do you think that like did you did they kind of influence you in like a musical sense, or would you pick up your your love for music? Oh, um, well, you know, growing up. My parent, my parents were really into classical music. Mm -hmm. My mom was an opera singer. Oh, okay. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I've got like a deep love for classical music mm -hmm. and orchestral music. You know, you can definitely see that. Like, I mean, on your last EP, you have the small interlude coming in to uh, on the first track of your album, Chronovision. You have a nice little yeah intro. It's very, very classical. I actually, didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um. I don't know why, but, you know, we'll be listening to the radio and, you know, when, like, Neil Young or something comes on, I'm, like, happy, and I'm like, yeah, I love this song. But then when, like, classical music comes on, I'm sort of at ease, you know? There you go. You know, so you kind of, I mean, you try and do that in your own music. You take surf, rock, synth kind of stuff, and you add a pretty much, like, a very, very interesting classical spin to it. On to question number two. Uh, now, since your last album, Time Capsule 2, you guys have toured, you've made a lineup change, a little bit, um, and uh, how do you think that, that kind of also factored into your new album? Um, just uh, just like the touring and the lineup changes and mm -hmm. everything. Well, this record was a huge long process. Mm -hmm. um, actually, you mentioned Modest Mouse and the mm -hmm. Shins and Fleet Foxes. Um, we recorded our album with this guy named Phil Eck, okay. who recorded those bands. Yeah. Um, he recorded all the early Modest Mouse records and the first two, sh or the first, or the second and a half Shins records, you know. And, uh, he recorded the Fleet Foxes albums and, um, you know, we went in to see, we recorded in Seattle for about a month and a half okay. and ended up scrapping the whole album. Um, he's a great guy. It just, mm -hmm. something happened and it just needed to be changed. Okay. And so we made several versions of the record and I ended up recording it with a friend who's an engineer at his studio in New York called Strange Weather. Okay. And, uh, we have gone through some lineup changes. We have, there are multiple drummers. I played a lot of the drums on the record, oh, but wow. Pete, our, the drummer that's been in the band for the longest, uh, -huh. uh he played a lot of the drums on the record, too. And, uh, you know, I mean, we had an engineer at one of the studios we recorded the album at. I think we've recorded, this album was recorded in, like, five different places. Mm -hmm. um, at Sound City in L.A. Oh, wow. Which is now called Fairfax Recordings. Yep. Um, 
But yeah, the engineer at the studio is a really good drummer. His name's oh, Gavin Paddock, and uh, he recorded some of the drums. And I don't know, there are a lot of people playing on this record. Mm. Do you think that added like a different feel? Because I mean, like, was your first album just like your core four? Not a lot of. It was pretty much just me. Pretty much just you. Yeah. So I mean, do you think adding new people added a different sound into this album? Yeah, I think it did. I think it added some variation. Um, you can tell the tracks on the album where I played all the instruments. Okay. Um, I don't know, you know. Yeah, the the songs where I'm the sole musician, mm-hmm. you can... There's a distinct vibe, I think. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, you add more people, you get collaboration, you get different ideas, you get different sound. Yeah, it adds an excitement. There you go. And now, you mentioned how you've recorded in about five different studios on this new album. Uh, what was that experience like? I mean, Foo Fighters did the, something a little bit similar for their last album. Do you think you got a different vibe from going across the country? I don't know. <laughs> it's all just you, no matter what? I mean, yeah, I just feel like different places give me different ideas, mm-hmm. and in that there were a lot of different places with different setups and different instruments and different options mm-hmm. that, that had some sort of impact um, and I actually like that. I like that it adds so much variation. And the fact that it took place, the recording took place over the course of maybe two and a half years. Okay, yeah. So just like having that kind of time frame and recording all those different sounds from those different, from that two, from all the variation in that two and a half year span, you know, turned the record into this sort of like cohesive collage of of time you know it's kind of like a little bit of a a bit of a scrapbook of where you've gone since your first album in a way yeah and uh you know it was all mixed in the same place so that cohesion is sort of maintained Mm. by and reinforced um by ben allen who uh Mm. you know did some animal collective and like uh deer hunter and stuff i mean he's done bombay bicycle club animal collective and CeeLo. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's... Gnarls Barkley. Exactly. He, oh, did, yeah, that's, he, he did that song, Crazy. He did Crazy? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty nuts. Uh, and, I mean, another question is, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, when I listen to your music, I kind of get, I mean, more two themes. I mean, there's you have a lot of different themes in your music, but I'd say you have a love and you have a loss side of your albums. Uh, like, songs like Me For Me, Homebro, House, those are more of, like, a love song, and you have songs that are a little bit more emotionally purging like uh, away from you and memory remains where you get really emotional and really pretty much punchy i want to say yeah you how do you kind of like take your emotions and write them into your songs well you know i'm sort of like a little bit manic depressive and uh kind of i'm wearing my emotions on my sleeves Mm -hmm. at all times or trying to curb them sometimes Mm -hmm. you know I mean, you um, see that. Like, when you play, I mean, you guys yeah. definitely, I mean, you give when you play your songs. I mean, it's not just a jukebox spin out. I mean, you pretty much, you go out there, and it's always an emotional experience. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, for me, whenever I write a song, it just, like, em- embodies the fact that, like, I, it's what I'm, like, carrying every day, you know. When I'm doing something as simple as, like, I don't know, like, eating a bowl of cereal or something like that, like... You know, I'm still feeling like a ton of emotions, and and so I guess to me, like really strong emotions seem like less of a big deal, and 
they're incorporated in every context mm-hmm. of my life. So in the songs, I think that songs that maybe sound a little simpler, a little more upbeat, a little sadder, a little slower, a little more downbeat, a little more fully or- orchestrated or like, you know, or, or just, you know, simply orchestrated. All those all those songs have the same amount of emotion just like mm-hmm. through through yeah. the lens of a simple idea or a more complicated idea. Mm-hmm. Any questions? Anything you'd like to say? Yeah. Um, where are you from? Oh, I'm from I'm from New Jersey. New Jersey. Born and raised. Born and raised. Now, what is your favorite season? Uh, I'd say I'm a fall guy. And you're in fall. Definitely, yep. But now we're like in like hurricane-ish weather. By the way, I, I thank you guys for coming here because it was kind of weird like the last couple days. People are not thinking that we're going to be having some nice weather coming around. I mean, you guys yeah. are touring. I mean, it's got to be a little weird driving from... You guys were in New York last night. You guys are going to Philly in the middle of possible Hurricane Joaquin. It'll be all right. <laughs> Karma will uh, be the ultimate judge. There you go. A positive outlook will take you guys there. And as you guys get away from the coast, you'll be all right. Yeah. Anything you'd like to say? Anything about... I mean, your album comes out on October... October 9th. October 9th. That's in about six days. Just about. I know. I've been excited. I got... I mean, I, I pre-ordered it, and then I, we got it in, in studio, and I, I was talking to our assistant news director like every day. I'm like, uh, that album come in? That album come in? <laughs> Trying not to pester him, but be like, yeah. don't give that to somebody else. So you've heard it? Oh, yeah. Favorite tracks? Ooh. I don't know. Um, one that was definitely one that I had to listen to a couple times, Nirvana. Nevana, yeah. Nevana, yeah. sorry. I heard it, I was like, this is interesting. And like, I I mean, I just like listened to it while I study and while I was reading. And I'd be like, hold on, that definitely, like, it, it grew on me a lot. Yeah. And not to, uh, I'm going to pull up, I have it on my computer because I don't want to skip any. I don't know. Uh, Together Never was on your last EP. Yeah. That's definitely a song like that. I was like, I'm glad that it made the album. I'm glad I'm like, it kind of connects me. I'm like, this is good. Uh, White Horse Black River, very good. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, it adds your guitar based opens a lot to your songs, if that makes any sense. But it also, it's grown a little bit since your last album. Yeah. Definitely very interesting. Um, and another song that I like is Sun Halo. I mean, that's a very upbeat song. Uh, I don't know. I, it gives me just a good vision. Like I see, I don't know. I see you with a little halo. I mean, that's kind of right there in the track. I kind of like it. It kind of gives me like almost like a god figure, like a, a higher power that kind of looking down on you and giving you kind of like that little push, that little thing that puts you through the day. Would you say that's that? totally what that is? That's definitely yeah. it. That's definitely what Score. it's about. <laughs> yeah, it was just sort of you know it was like spring mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I had gone through, you know, like, seasonal depression, mm-hmm. you know, winter. Oh, yeah. And the sun was finally coming out, and I was like, that's all I needed. There you go. The rebirth. The uh, trees are coming back. The only thing bad thing is seasonal allergies, but you get through it with the sun. Yeah. And definitely, uh, I don't even know. What would be another one? Maybe one of my other favorite songs. I don't want to. All right. Definitely Someone Take Me Home. That's got to be. Oh, dude, yeah. That's such a good one. I mean, I heard, like, I heard you guys when you guys were up there. I mean, I was sitting next to, next to our uh, news director, Nick Wodachek, and he was, like, listening. But, like, since I've heard it and I heard the other stuff, I was kind of, like, tapping my feet in my seat. I was like, I know this song. Dude, yeah. 
And I mean, you guys played earplugs upstairs. I didn't expect that off your last uh, EP. I was like, no way they're going to play earplugs. That's like the bonus track on yeah, that album, on that iTunes. Was a, that was one I didn't expect, but I'm definitely glad. Happened. So as far as this album versus Time Capsules, what are your thoughts? Like what? Uh, what do you mean? Like how do, do I think that they do I have a pr- yeah? How, what is your what is your like comparison between the two? Like what do you like about this one versus Time Capsules? What do you like about Time Capsules versus this one? I definitely saw in Time Capsules a lot of your um a lot of your songs were definitely guitar based, and then I saw in your last EP, especially with the interlude and into um earplugs, you added a lot of like you said your, or- your orchestral influences and the stuff that you like, and I feel like. You took both those and you put that into your new album. You, I mean, and which made just for a really, really great sound. Cool. Would you agree? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just. Uh, I mean, I guess from the outside looking in, it's difficult for me to like see what the progression mm-hmm. is. You know, I listen to the difference in the recordings of Time Capsules versus this record. Mm-hmm. And in Time Capsules, there are a lot more, like, percussion sounds mm-hmm. everywhere at all times, you know. Mm-hmm. And and part of me at times misses some of those extra marimba parts or mm-hmm. chimes parts or extra sounds or whatever. Yeah. But I think that, I think that just, like, the lyrics and the stories that each of the songs Definitely. tell are so much more cohesive and, mm-hmm. like... A little bit more deep. Yeah. I'm like I would say I'm a lot more proud of of well I'd say I'm equally proud of these songs. Oh, yeah. definitely, they're both. But I'm way more proud of the recordings. Oh yeah, I think it's this album sounds way better. Yeah, I think this recording sounds way better. Definitely, I mean, on the last album, like you said, with the percussion sounds, there was a, I mean, house had a lot more heavy drums, gold. Uh, Cruising down FDR actually opens up with the little uh, little drum fill, <laughs> and then Homebro, you played a. Uh, the Omnichord? Yeah. I saw that in one of your videos. That's pretty... That's an interesting instrument you got there. You can find them on eBay. I know. I've been looking. I'm not that musically talented. I'm like, all right, so all I got to do is push buttons and have a little bit of a... Uh... It's perfect for that. Oh, thank God. God's a gift to those who can't play guitar. <laughs> or... Har- or, um... or who can and also want to experiment. It's an electronic auto harp. That's what yeah. it is. I mean, you can use that anywhere. I mean, you don't have to like... You can use that in the car. It's like right there on your lap. Yeah. For the traveling man. Yeah. So, to wrap it up, new album, Chronovision, coming out October 9th. Definitely going to be listening to that uh, frequently. Definitely going to be playing that here on WTSR. Yes. Woohoo. Uh, last time, anything you got to say? Yeah, I hope uh, everyone has a great day. And, you know, if anything's making you sad, the best way to get better is to do nice things for other people. There you go. Good message. Good man. All right. Thank you so much, Brad, for coming on and uh, joining us here at WTSR 91.3 FM at the College of New Jersey. Open your mind.